Happy New Year to everyone out there listening. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I hope everyone had a happy and safe holiday season. And I'm Chris Board. If you don't know who I am, I'm Chris Board, a best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And I've got some interesting stuff for you today. We don't have any housekeeping, so we are just going to get right into it. A quick little story. Yesterday, I was in the dentist's office getting my teeth cleaned. And the hygienist, like most people, like to talk about exercise. So whether I'm going to a party or I'm having dinner with some people or I'm at the dentist chair, people want to know about exercise. And that's fine. People want, at this time of year, typically want to know about weight loss, which is fine. And, you know, it's my passion, so I'm very happy to talk about it. And I would imagine people who do physical therapy are getting questions or they're constantly talking about injuries and if, um, you know, that probably happens to them, just like with us, nutrition. A nutritionist must probably talk about nutrition and weight loss and eating all the time. And for an exercise person, we're talking about exercise and weight loss and things like that wherever we go. And so it was no different. I'm sitting in the dentist chair, and she's cleaning my teeth, and she's telling me a story how she got frustrated. She's a tiny little girl, and um, she has two kids. Her young, youngest child was eight months pregnant. Uh, pardon me. She's eight months. She was pregnant, so her youngest is eight months old. I don't know why. I can't get that out. And she says she went back to exercise, and she loved to exercise, uh, but she got really frustrated because she has this flab under her arms, and she can't get rid of that flab under her arms, despite the fact that she's 10 pounds less than she was when she got pregnant. So her pre-pregnancy pre weight minus 10 pounds, yet she still has that flabbiness to her. And she's frustrated by that, and she was doing all kinds of tricep moves, hundreds of tricep moves, and if you listen to a podcast or two ago, we talked about how that's a myth, how you can't do spot reduction. So I started to give a little bit of advice and what she should do and not to do. And actually, I'm going to give her some stuff the next time I go to the dentist. But it, it just brings about something that um, we like to focus on here. And as you might imagine, this time of the year, we get a lot of people coming in our door, New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of resolutions are to lose weight and certainly to lose weight is a great goal um, and that goal is going to produce you feeling better probably moving better it's certainly going to improve your health in most cases it's going to improve your health and we know exercise is going to help with the immune system and you know improving our health right now is really important with with COVID but weight loss always seems to be a goal that's out there and during our assessment process um we go on our in-body scan machine to really determine goals. It helps us determine goals. It helps us determine a starting point where you want to start from because if you don't know where you're starting from, you can't tell if you're making any kind of gains. And when I di discuss the numbers in that in-body scan, one of the metrics that comes up is BMI or body mass index. And if you're not familiar with BMI is, what most people are now, but if you're not familiar with that is, it's a calculation based on your height and your weight. And it's something that typically people might discuss with their physician, which is fine. 
and it does have some related health purposes. It can help with, you know, with re relationships to determine whether you're healthy or not. Um, and people sometimes are very, um, they know about BMI because it might be part of a, a work-related discount program for insurance or things like that. And although BMI may provide a reasonable estimate of your health in an unhealthy body weight, it definitely has limitations because it's calculated based strictly upon your body weight and your height. So this, it's, it's got some merit to it, but it's not really what we should be looking at. So one of the things we look at on the in-body scan is our body composition, for it's a much more accurate assessment of your body's makeup, especially if you're using a, a, a piece of equipment that's reliable. And we'll talk about that a little bit more at the end. So, because your body weight is composed of two different components. You have your fat weight and your lean weight, okay? And when we put that together, it comprises your body. So fat represents pounds of fat, right? That kind of makes sense. And lean weight refers to all your non-fat body tissue, including muscle, bone, tendons, ligaments, your organs, your skin, everything, okay? So interestingly enough, fat weight contains very little muscle. It only contains about 7%, pardon me, fat doesn't contain any muscle at all. Fat doesn't contain very much water. Only about 7% of your fat is water. On the other hand, your lean tissue contains a large amount of water. And muscle is about 75% water. So when people lose a lot of weight, really quickly especially, it's actually sacrificing water and lean tissue because your body will catabolize and it will want to lose that lean tissue rather than drawing from fat and water. So a well-designed program, nutrition and exercise, will stop the body from catabolizing that lean tissue rather getting rid of your fat rather than your muscle. So typically, an individual who weighs who weighs 30 pounds less, so they've lost 30 pounds in six in two months, okay, in 60 days, they've lost 30 pounds. They've lost no more than 20 pounds of fat weight and at least 10 pounds of lean weight. And this is because our bodies can only convert about two and a half pounds of stored fat into energy during a course of a week. So resulting in roughly 20 pounds of fat loss over that eight-week period. And the rest is lean tissue muscle, okay? And any additional weight is unhealthy and it's unattractive because it comes from your muscle and from your vital organs and tissues. So as I talk on here, okay, I I'm encouraging you to listen and pay attention to weight loss. Okay, I, I don't want you to be focusing on weight loss. I want you to pay more attention to body composition improvement. That's really what you want to take a look at because you can lose that weight and still have the flabbiness under your arms. You can lose all that weight and still look fluffy and soft. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking to lose fat. You don't want to lose your muscle. You want to lose fat. And with most adults, you add at a rate of about 16 pounds per decade, about a pound of fat or more per year. 
and it accelerates as we get older because we lose muscle mass so that our metabolism slows down. And with that, adults who aren't doing strength training lose about six pounds of muscle per decade. So let's say you go from age 30 to 40, okay? You've lost about six pounds of muscle and put about six pounds of fat on, 16 pounds of fat on. So you weigh about the same, eh, maybe 10 pounds more, but you really look differently and you feel differently and your clothes fit much differently, even though it's only 10 pounds. That's because you gained 16 pounds of fat and lost 16 pounds of muscle for a swing of 16, pardon me, 16, 22 pounds of body composition. So in our programs, we always want to emphasize sensible nutrition, making sure we're getting plenty of protein, that we're doing some metabolic training twice a week, and that we're doing strength training. Very, very important strength training twice a week so that we don't lose that muscle. We don't want to lose that, that lean weight. Okay, So let's take a look at some real-life examples here. And I'm not going to use anybody's name, but there's some real-life examples that have occurred down here at Yes Fitness. I'm take, talking about two men and two women, okay? And you know we coach people 40-plus so know that they're over 40, so this occurred when at time of in their lives when they probably had a little bit less muscle on their body. They were probably a little bit more sedentary when they were than when they were younger. Uh, maybe a little bit more stressed because of work. For women, maybe going through menopause. So that's the kind of person we're talking about here, okay? Our, our type of client. Two men and two women. They participated in one of our eight-week programs. While I present this to you, I want you to keep a close eye on the balance, okay, and a comprehensive approach to body composition improvement that we're looking for here, not weight loss, body composition, because a scale weight really strictly just tells us a gravitational pull. I always say that all the time. Get on a scale, it's giving you a gravitational pull. It's just telling you how much gravity is pulling your body down. It's not telling you what your body is composed of. So let's first take a look at one male. He lost 20 pounds in that eight weeks, okay, and he gained two pounds of lean weight. So that resulted in 18 pounds of weight loss, okay? Because we're going to take 20 minus 2, because he lost 20, but he gained 2, so that's 18 pounds. So the scale said 18 pounds, but he had a 22-pound improvement in body composition. And how he did do this, he maintained a balanced approach to his diet and both exercises, metabolic training and strength training throughout the program. He basically did what we told him to do. Female, our first female participant, she lost 16 pounds of fat and gained also two pounds of lean weight, which is awesome. And it resulted in a 14 pound loss. So if you got on a scale, 16 minus two is 14. The scale said she lost 14 pounds. When in reality, it was an 18 pound improvement in body composition. That's her fat loss plus her muscle gain. She, likewise, kept a very balanced approach. She was real good with her nutrition. She did both metabolic and strength training in the, in the program, and she got those type of results. The clothes fit fabulously. She did a great job. So now we're going to take a look at a second male who participated in it. And um, he lost nine pounds of fat weight, okay? over an eight-week period, nine pounds, so it's about a little over a pound a week, which is probably great, right? But he also lost six pounds of lean weight. 
and that resulted in a 15 pound weight loss. Now you could say, oh, that's fantastic. I lost 15 pounds in eight weeks. I would love to do that. But it really only represented a three pound improvement in his body composition. Lost nine pounds of fat and lost six pounds of muscle. So that's his fat minus his muscle. That's, that's not good. That's not what we're looking for. Because now he, his clothes are going to fit better, but he's going to be not as strong. He's not going to feel tight. He's not going to, he's not smaller, okay? And while he worked really hard, he placed very little emphasis on his nutrition, okay? And he basically had no emphasis on his strength training. That's why he lost six pounds of muscle. And he put way too much emphasis on his endurance training. And he didn't do enough strength training, so he lost that lean tissue, lost the lean weight. Undesirable weight loss is what we got right there. So we take a look at a second female, okay? She participated, and she had a reduction in 24 pounds in eight weeks, which you would say is great, right? Hey, I want to lose 24 pounds, right? But she actually lost as much lean weight as fat weight, which represented no improvement in her body composition. She was smaller and she was softer. And her clothes really didn't fit that much better. And while she was super strict on her diet, she had great willpower with the diet, she did a lot of endurance exercise. She didn't do interval training. She just got on machines and went and went and went and went. 40 minutes an hour. She put very little emphasis on her strength training. She actually didn't really want to do strength training. When he finally convinced her to do some, she wasn't willing to lift any weights that were at all a challenge. She lifted light weights, high repetitions, despite us telling her not to. And basically, I want to say wasting her time, but pretty much wasting her time especially if she's trying to make changes in her body composition, if she's trying to get smaller. So not only did she lose lean weight, but she had a reduction in her metabolic rate, which essentially guarantees that she will have a very difficult time maintaining a slower body weight because her metabolism is slower. The amount of calories she needs to burn each day to maintain her weight is less to rest the metabolic rate. So. I mean, most people just, they just go in, they get on the bathroom scale, they record the weight reduction, and that's all they're thinking about. But they're recording, if they're not doing strength training, they're recording the weight reduction of lean tissue in water, not fat. And you definitely want to, don't want to lose muscle out of vital organ tissues. And here's why. Less muscle adversely affects both physical function, okay? You're not going to be able to perform life as, as well as you're able to, and your appearance because you're going to look soft. You're going to have that bat wing on the arms, okay? Or whatever it might be. It might be some, you're just going to look soft. And second, the loss of lean muscle leads to lower resting metabolism, what makes it impossible, nearly impossible to avoid regaining the weight. And just keep this in mind, 95% of stringent dieters regain all of the weight back that they lost within one year. Because when they diet, the body cannibalizes that tissue, the, the muscle in your body to keep your metabolism. 
So your objective should be to get better body composition. If you're thinking about weight loss this January and that's one of your goals, you really want to think about better body composition. And that's what your goal should be towards. Not just some arbitrary weight loss number, okay? Because it's not what you're looking for. So what would be an ideal body composition? And it depends on your age and it's typically your range. For me, I'm 62 years old. I want to be between 10 and 20% body fat. You need fat on your body to survive. Body, body needs fat. So for a male, my age, 10 to 20%. And for, let's take a female, 45-year-old um, female might be between 18 and 28 for body composition. So how does this happen? And we've talked about this many times. I'm not going to get into it too much. But you want to have a sensible nutrition plan, a lot of fruits and vegetables, protein, you want to make sure you have sufficient protein at every single meal. You want to have a moderate caloric reduction, okay? You don't want it to be too crazy because, again, we don't want the, the metabolism to slow down. You want to make sure we're eating good carbohydrates, good fats, vitamins, minerals, drinking half of our body in water. Um, so if you're 150 pounds, you want to have 75 ounces of water a day. That would be right, 75 ounces of water a day. Uh, you want to do your cardiovascular training and you want it to be interval training, okay? Heart rate-based is best if you can get a heart rate monitor. Not that expensive. It's a great investment. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. Make sure you're reducing your stress. And one of the most important things you do is strength training. Make sure you're lifting weights. There's better ways to lift weights than others, but, hey, you know, I, I can't give you everything just right here, right now. This, this broadcast is too short for that. Um, but you're welcome to contact me, and I, I give you any kind of advice uh, you need to get going in the right direction. So let's go back to body composition for one second. There are some tools that are better than others. Um, whatever tool you use, I mean, our in-body scan is an $8,000 scale, extremely accurate. Hey, we're in the body composition business. We need an, a very accurate tool. But whatever tool you use, okay, make sure it's consistent. You do it the same way, same time, same tool every single time so that we're comparing apples to apples. So that's your thoughts on that. My thoughts on that. So if you are making a weight loss goal this January, let's switch it from a weight loss goal to a body composition goal. Let's be smart about this. Let's make sure we're doing some strength training so we're not in the same boat again year after year, making it more and more difficult to make those changes in our body. As always, if you have any questions, give me a ring. Stop by, shoot a comment below. I'll certainly get back to you. And um, weight loss or improving your body composition is really, really important right now because of COVID. It will help your immune system. It will help you be healthier. So shed those pounds, shed them the correct way, and let's help fight this virus on our front as best we can. I want to thank you for watching today. I hope this information was helpful to you. And uh, you can look for more information next Tuesday where I'm going to give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching, and have a great evening.